Welcome to our Christmas Eve segment of the Shields Outdoors podcast. We want to take this time to wish you and your loved ones a Merry Christmas from all of us at Shields and hope that it's a time filled with joy, compassion, and hopefully a little time spent outdoors. Welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast, your source for information on hunting, fishing, and all of your outdoor passions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast. My name is Mike Anderson, and today we have a hunting story for you. If you have been on Shields Outdoors social media, you might have noticed a post we had of a massive buck um, a gal by the name of Greta Yerishat that they nicknamed Hank the Tank. And uh, in this podcast, we actually have Jordan and Greta on with us today. So how are you guys doing? We're doing good. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and uh, talk to you guys about Hank the Tank. All right, perfect. Well, let's dive into a little introduction of yourselves. How long you guys have been hunting, how long you guys have been together, and then kind of a little backstory on this buck. Yeah, for sure. So I'm uh, Jordan Yura, and uh, Greta and I live up in Pequot Lakes, Minnesota. Um, we love where we live with all the access to lakes and all the public land, so it's a perfect place we like to call home. Um, like like uh, Hank the Tank was shot in western Wisconsin, where we do about 90% of our whitetail hunting, so um, that's a little bit, little bit about him. Um, I've been hunting or going with hunting I should say since I was about four years old my dad would drag me along and um yeah that's kind of how it all started the passion and Greg and I have known each other um and been together since 2016 I started taking her hunting right away as soon as, as soon as we started uh I took her turkey hunting actually one of our first dates was in the turkey blind so I think ever since then she kind of got hooked on it and uh yeah we got her hunter safety and now she's shot two Slammer bucks. I'm going to have to put her on uh, probation here pretty quick because she keeps showing me up. But um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So Greta, did, did you hunt at all before you met Jordan or did, did he kind of get you into it? You know, um, I've, I was born into a family that have always hunted, um, but it was mostly um, the males. I went out um, grouse hunting, pheasant hunting when I was younger, but never deer hunting. So or turkey hunting. So Jordan definitely introduced me to those two. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. It's just so awesome to see like the whole family getting involved, you know, like we can dive a little bit into that after we hear about, uh, hear about Hank the tank, but, um, let's just hear a little bit on the backstory. When did you guys first discover this buck? So, you know, looking back at pictures, we first had him on 2018 on camera that we could uh, specifically notify that, wow, that's a, that's a big buck. Um, but looking back, we do have some pictures of 2017 that we think it could be him, but it's one of those deals where he wasn't, um, his frame wasn't as developed yet. But 2018, we for sure um, started getting pictures of him, and right away we just knew that this deer was something special. As a three-and-a-half, four-and-a-half-year-old deer, he was just a monster mainframe 10, and he just looked like a horse. I mean, this the pictures we have of him, it just looks so so massive of a like body wise and just his frame so we got instantly pumped up and actually when i got him 
first my camera, I was already taken out. I shot a uh, decent eight pointer a week before we week before I actually checked my cameras and I was kind of bummed about it, but I'm like, Hey, you know, something to look forward to for a uh, gun season or next year. And then, um, yeah, just going into that year, we're pretty pumped, you know, I'm sort of making a little bit more food plots and doing a little bit of, um, some land management to hopefully be able to, you know, pin them down a little bit better and pa- pattern him. Uh, however, that didn't really happen. And then we got pictures of him again in 2019 in the middle of October, of course, in the middle of the night, but he just blew up. He went from a, mainframe 10 to a um a 13 pointer and he had split split g2s on both sides and you could tell it was the same buck just how massive of a a rack he had and his body too in general and it was the same same area around the same time too and you can specifically just notice his frame that's just very uh hard to beat he almost looked like a mule deer i'd say in 2019 at this point i was like holy smokes this thing is just a monster so i literally hunted probably 50 plus days for this deer in 2019 with my bow i made every attempt that i could get out there and i think i you know almost took off the whole month in november trying to get this deer and greta knows two hubs that's i became with him once he blew up so um yeah yeah i think more (laughs) than you were at home (laughs) yeah probably so anyways i saw him one time after 50 sits and it was right at like last light, like five five p.m. in the in beginning of November, and he was nose down chasing a doe, and I could I could see his rack before I even I knew instantly who it was, and he was about two hundred yards away at the time, and I'm like, holy smokes! I'm like, I'd even I just put him in my binos, and I like just started shaking. I honestly had to wait ten fifteen minutes after last light to get down because I was just so wound up about this buck. Um, and then goes fast forward into gun season, you know, my dad brother. And I, we all, you know, sat out there all eight, nine days of gun season. I passed up a lot of mature bucks that I probably wouldn't have in the past, just in hopes of getting a glimpse of this thing. Um, yeah, and we checked our cameras. Of course, he was there every single night, like 6 p.m., you know, right after in the dark. So he was in the area the whole time, but just right, right as the, the sun went down, he'd come by. Um, and then 2020, I honestly lost hope on this deer. I did not get a single picture of him all summer, all, you know, all fall until all of a sudden one of my cell cameras went off at, when I was at work, it was the 13th. And I almost just, I like almost just ran out of work. I'm like, I need to go to, I need to go hunting right now. He's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy how you can just become totally obsessed with a deer and like, you know, 2018 CM, 2019 CM. And it's funny how like some deer can just go off the radar for a little while. You know, maybe they have like a slightly different core area. Maybe they've, you know, changed a little bit with their mentality or something. And then all of a sudden they come back and like that obsession's always just in the back of your mind a little bit. And then you get that one camera picture and then it's just like, bam, full on obsession mode right again. (laughs) a hundred a hundred percent and the thing with him too is you know we would only get him looking back at all of our pictures and stuff we got a few pictures in the middle of october when you know some pre-rut activity starts but he was just one of those rut bucks i mean he would not be up here i mean we get pictures of him in uh january and february is one side of his rack just to confirm that he's still alive but from there on out i mean he was just up here during the rut basically and then to get daylight pictures of them was a miracle. And the only time we did get daylight pictures of them was like prime rut in the middle of beginning in the middle of uh, November. So yeah, like I said, in 2020, we were like, wow. And of course I was already taken out cause I kind of gave up hope of him and I wasn't going to pass up a, 
140 10 pointer. So I, I, so I whacked out with my bow and then I'm like, Greta, we need a, we need to get this, this buck. So <laughs> fast forward to gun hunting at 2020, Greta has never shot a deer. Um, so, you know, we got her hunter safety and this was her first time hunting opening weekend in Wisconsin gun season. So we we're pretty pumped up. She had high expectations to, you know, shoot a mature deer. Um, anyways, her first deer ended up being just a monster 11 pointer, um, you know, one that we would not pass any day. So I was so beyond thankful that, you know, she was able to harvest her first deer and just a massive buck too. But I sat out there all nine days of Wisconsin gun season and didn't even get a glimmer of this thing. Didn't even get him on camera after looking back. Um, yeah, like the last time we got him on camera was, um, let's see here. Yeah, like 11, 11, 13 of 2020. So again, like <laughs> this deer just disappeared. So we had no idea. And then after gun season, we didn't get any pictures of him. And then we did one last card pull um, right before we started shed hunting in the spring. And we have one picture of him with one side of his rack in like the end of February choosing on by so we were you know pretty pumped up that he still made it through the gun season oh yeah that's got to be a fantastic feeling to like know that all the hunting seasons are done and like your last your last time you have the cameras out like he's there he made it through the seasons now he's just gotta make it through the elements and you have a chance at him the following year yeah, yeah no doubt and i think that was the the most or the most unique thing about this buck too is he is not only just a warrior. I mean, in 2018, I forgot to mention, he was hit with an arrow right underneath his neck, and the neighbors actually called him Cutthroat because I have a picture of him, and like it's, his skin is just hanging from his neck, and he just was still chasing and rutting, doing everything he was supposed to do. So he was already wounded once, and then um, in 2019, we got confirmed by the neighbor he was hit in the back with an arrow and still made it. So, you know, 2020, we're like, wow, if this thing's so alive, he's just a miracle. And then... Yeah, so he's alive, and then fast forward to this year. I mean, we put a lot of time this past summer into the woods to try to, you know, make them try to make this buck make more deer appearances and make them come early. So we made a bunch of different, you know, half acre food plots, and we kind of did some thermal um, thermal covers and bedding areas, and try to, you know, try to improve our property as best we could with the amount of pressure around us, and try to make it kind of like a sanctuary so he would come. Mm-hmm. And, and was that effective for you? Yeah, I would, you know, now, now a hundred percent at the time I was like, am I just wasting all my time and money and, you know, all my efforts doing this for this one deer, if it's not going to pay off, but we saw so many more, or I saw so many more deer in the bowl season than I have any other year. So I would say hundred percent was effective of making those little, um, kind of man-made bedding areas and just changing a little bit of different things with their property. It definitely made the world difference for overall hunting this year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seems like that was a perfect thing to do. Cause like if, if you think about the years past on this buck, it's like, okay, you'll get night pictures of him. You'll get pictures of him like the end of season or in the rut. And that just makes you think like, okay, he's likely has his home range on a different property. It's like, what can we do now to make, our single property more attractive to him to get just increase those odds of, of an opportunity in the daylight on them. Yeah, absolutely. So again, again, like, yeah, we, we had no idea like going into this season, if he was even, you know, where he would be or where he could be. And, you know, we didn't get a picture of this. So I bow hunted pretty hard the end of October. I'm going into November. Of course it, changes things a little bit having two little ones at home so Greta was very kind to let me go out during the the prime time I would say in our property 
and we got him on camera on uh, actually the first picture I knew about him was the 10th of November. It was like 6.30, we're sitting there eating supper and my cell camera lit up and boom, I'm like, God, it's him. And we just like had a little mini celebration in the house at that time. We're jumping <laughs> up like, oh my gosh, he's still alive. So, <laughs> so that was pretty pretty cool again to have that for a fourth year in a row have that feeling and especially with bowl season two I passed up a lot of a lot of decent bucks and um you know I was kind of just set on hopefully just catching lumps of this thing or you know another big guy walking by but it didn't happen so we were both uh you know pretty pumped going into gun season we knew he was in our area um but also it was kind of a heartbreaker like a day before season we got a text message from my uncle's property uh that's that's right up to ours and then they have another property adjacent from us but um the neighbor said, uh, or some locals confirmed that they hit him with a car and we're like, Oh my gosh, like this, you know, no, we don't want, you know, this thing to go out that way. And, um, I guess the story was someone hit him with a car and then they kept going and then they came back and he wasn't there. So, you know, it left a little bit of hope, like, Oh, maybe he's still alive. But you know, then again, you don't, you don't know, you know, if he got internal bleeding or what may have happened. So he could have been dead for all we know. So we were kind of like, you know, that really just sucks, but we still, you know, had high hopes. It's still exciting going into gun season for the tradition of the family. And I will, uh, Greta kind of take on the rest since this is her show now. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like this buck is an absolute warrior. I mean, to get hit twice by an arrow, get hit by a car, still be running around. And he's what, like <laughs> seven years old at this point. Yeah. We're thinking, we're thinking at least six and a half, seven. I mean, we're for sure going to send in the teeth, uh, and get it officially aged. But I mean, yeah, this thing was just a monster. Yeah, that is, that is absolutely wild. And, and Greta, it seems like this is kind of like a case of karma here. You like put in the time watching the kids, letting Jordan get after this buck. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I have put in my time I, I, and now it's, and now it's my turn to hunt. One kind of being upset. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like Jordan mentioned now with having to, um, I was just kind of, I was okay with being at home just since our littlest one, she's pretty new. She was born in September. And so I told him, I was like, okay, you can go. But I said, when you're out there, like make it count. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so of course, like after all of the time and stuff that Jordan especially has put in the woods, I was hoping that he was going to finally close, um, close the chapter with his bow and, and, um, not knowing if he was out there still at that point. Um, and then as rifle season kind of rolled around, of course, I got the jitters as last year, like you said, was my first year and I was successful, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get my hopes up because I didn't think I was going to be able to top last year's success. But Jordan still said that I was first up to bat this year. So we were out there and it was, it was nice opening day. Um, kind of Jordan, once you say that this year was a little bit slower than years in the past, we didn't see as much movement. Um, yeah, yeah I would first, say it was a lot milder, too. Yeah. And um, so then it got to be like the afternoon, and we're like, oh, wow, you know, hopefully something will kind of start moving around towards the evening. And then, sure enough, we saw um, a few does and then two fawns come kind of trotting by the stand. And one started looking back and Jordan's like, okay, get ready. I think, I think a buck is going to be following. I'm like, okay. And it was just about as it was probably around like three 30 ish. Sun was getting a little bit lower. And, um, of course I saw this rat come up, pop its head up over the hill. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it was a nice buck. 
And so as soon as it like kind of got behind or out from um, behind the brush, I put my gun up and I couldn't see out my scope. The sun was glaring right into it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it took off running. And so I was a little frustrated. Jordan's like, I would have shot that bug. So (laughs) he was probably a little frustrated. Um, And so then we just kind of went and went on with our evening and we're like, well, maybe it'll. So was that, was that buck Hank or was that one a different one? No. And so then about half an hour later, right before last light, all of a sudden we saw the same group of about four deer come back and we're like, Oh my gosh, I wonder, like, it looks like the same ones, but, um, we're like, let's see if it's still going to be chasing. Sure enough, it comes back. I couldn't get a good shot at it. So Jordan took the first shot. And so that was his success of the year. Um, and I mean, it was, it was a perfect shot. I was hoping not. So then I was a little frustrated, like, Oh man, like that should have been my deer. But I'm like, I'm proud of you. You know, you didn't get one with your bow. And so we went on and celebrated because his dad got one also on opening day. So we had had a little celebration with the family that night when um, getting him out and then cleaning him up a little bit. And so then we went and sat out Sunday and sat or Sunday was just, it was the elements were not in our favor. It was, it was very, very brutal, like 30 mile an hour winds and cold and, half the time my head was down below the windows in our stand and I'm thinking like, what are we doing out here? And Jordan's like, I promise like if we see something, it'll be worth it. So end of the day comes on Sunday, nothing. And it was kind of like that the rest of the week, it was not ideal conditions, but I knew that if we were out there, it would have a better chance of shooting something than if we were at home. So I, we, I stuck it out and Thanksgiving rolled around and we're getting ready to get stuff to go out for Friday. And I'm like, Jordan, can we just sleep in tomorrow morning? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's been a long week with the kids. And, and he's like, well, what if we go out in the morning and then come back like for lunchtime and you can take a nap? And I was like, no, I just need to sleep in. I'm like, then we can go out the rest of the day. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And so we get out there about like 10 o'clock, get everything like set up and, Usually we saw, saw most of our activity probably like 1130 and then to the, for the rest of the day. And so we were hoping that we would get some prime movement mm-hmm. um, and started off what, really what, slow. What were you planning on shooting this day, Greta? May, may I, I add? Oh yeah. I, I went out just in hopes of shooting a doe. I just, oh, we wow. needed more freezer. And I just, at that point I was like, you know what? The first mature, mature doe that I see I'm just going to take it. Um, and so that was, that was my plan all along. Actually, that was kind of my plan on Wednesday too. I was hoping to um, at least just take a doe because we hadn't been seeing the activity that we had saw the year prior. And so um, we get out there and we saw a few um, immature bucks, um, a few fawns, nothing, nothing crazy. And so Jordan and I were just glassing and it was, it was a windy day again. Um, so kind of like taking shifts, putting our back to the wind and the sand. And I was just like, all of a sudden I just like got like a weird feeling. Like it was almost like a God moment. Like I felt like I'm like, okay, I'm missing something out there. And so I got, God put my binoculars down. And I was just like looking with bare eye. And all of a sudden, like 70 yards in front of the stand, I saw like a monster rack. 
come out from behind the brush right on the main trail. And I like froze in that moment and started shaking. And I'm like, and I knew right away that it was Hank, but I couldn't like spit it out. So I could only spit <laughs> out like sort of big buck. And I grabbed my gun right away. And he like put his binoculars up. He's like, where? I'm like right in front of us on the main trail. And before he could even spit out like Greta, that tank I had shot and the brush is super thick right below our stand. And so I saw that he had what I hoped um, dropped, but of course, like I almost like blacked out in that moment after I shot because I was just had so much adrenaline running through me that it was finally that moment was happening. And, and Jordan's like, are you sure that you like hit him? I'm like, yeah, I think he dropped right there. And he's like, okay. And, so I'm sitting in the stand. He's like, I'm going to climb down in about like five minutes. And then he's like, I'm going to go check it out because I don't want that thing running away. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting up there just shaking and he climbs down from the stand. And all of a sudden I see him like looking through his binoculars, just creeping down the edge of the hill. And I saw him put his hands in there and I like just started crying. I was like, Oh my goodness. Oh like, wow. That's I- gotta be the most amazing feeling. It Yeah. And I mean, the way that it happened, but it just, it was just the craziest thing. That's so cool. So uh, d- did you ever get a chance to like see him walking and see if he was affected by getting hit by that car? <laughs> you know, it happened so quick. We did it. We like, he was just boom there. Like we didn't even see him take a step. I don't but, think, did we go? Well, I like kind of did but I couldn't see his body because it was behind such thick brush that Mm -hmm. I mean and it it was like probably a matter of 20 seconds all said and done so it I didn't even really get a chance to like see if he was limping or anything crazy that that's just absolutely nuts I'm so glad that that we had the opportunity to catch you guys and hear that story because it's like you see these pictures on social media like hey that's an awesome buck but to actually hear like you got four years of history with it you're letting your husband have a chance at it a whole bunch and it's like all right honey it's my turn let me clean this up here and like being ready being ready to shoot a doe and like okay it's been a long season I'll just you know shoot one and then and then go from like your first two deer ever or a, a giant 11 and then almost 200 inch Hank the tank it's like wow yeah <laughs> that's exactly what I said Jordan told me I'm now going to be on like a five year probation period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and, love it. Yeah, it was just just so incredible too. And as soon as I put up my binoculars, like I I knew I knew it was like just the emotions hit. And then when Greta came down, I mean, she just I've never it's it was to this day one of my favorite hunts and just so much emotions went with it too. I mean, as soon as we we both started tearing up when we saw that thing because it's just like something you always dream of and it was just getting the hands on his rack was just like so i could, i don't even have the right words for it because it was just so breathtaking mm-hmm. and yeah, you know just to experience that with her too and it was yeah it was truly just an amazing moment yeah i mean you just spend so much time like thinking about this deer and strategizing and obsessing over it and then to finally be at that moment where you can hold them in your fingertips it's just like awe-inspiring yeah. Yeah, it, it it was yeah, unreal. Oh, that's and then to even 
pictures of him hanging up on the fridge anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost sad to think like, well, Hank, the tank's not out there anymore. When, when my cell camera (laughs) fires now, there's 0% chance I have a picture of Hank. Yeah. Right. Funny you say that because now we got, yeah, now we, we named, uh, there's a Hank Jr. running around that's, uh, should be pretty prime next year. We think he's got same, uh, genetics and he's got that split J2, G2, um, on the same side and everything, but he's a lot different frame. I mean, he's a lot skinnier and not as much mass, but it's like, that's his offspring, you know, like you can tell clear as day that's his offspring. So that gave us a little hope, but it's like, man, we'll never, you know, just the chase and the journey of this deer is just, it's like, you know, it's kind of bittersweet, but it was pretty cool too having, uh, you know, my whole family and my dad and brother and all of them, all of us just experiencing that too. That's kind of what it's all about at the end of the day. And it just, you know, kind of was icing on the cake after that. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And you just literally answered my two next questions. Like it was going to be, all right, do you have another deer to chase? And now it's like, okay, well, I mean, he's a seven year old buck, obviously he's got some offspring. So it's very cool to see that there's uh, you know, there's something to look forward to in the future. And then, uh, you know, just bringing up family, like some of those pictures you have, you got your kids there and it's just, it's the, it's the coolest thing seeing you guys just, out there enjoying the outdoors, like getting everyone involved, having the kiddos out there. It's just super cool to see. Yeah, for, for sure. And, um, yeah, even last year when I shot my bull buck, Dawson was only a few months old and I had the baby carrier and I was taking pictures of them too. I'm like, he's going to look back on this and either be like, that's awesome. Or that was incredibly stupid because it was cold. But, <laughs> um, and you know, we try to incorporate that's what at the end of the day, you know, we obviously we're obsessed with white tails and we love it, but then day it's passing, passing on those traditions with our kids and, um, you know, enjoying those moments with their family too. And Dawson, our oldest Dawson, he's 17 months, his first words other than mom and dad, um, we're, we're buck. So he's, he's already just obsessed. He gets, he gets the rattling antlers, just bangs them and all the deer mounts in our house. He's running around saying buck and pretend to shoot him with his nerf gun already. I'm like, what <laughs> 17 month baby does that? Like, we're, we're doing something right here. And then, I mean, we honestly, we were watching white tail adrenaline in the hunting public as a baby. And he was just glued. Like it was amazing. I was like, are you okay, kid? <laughs> so, oh, yep. yeah, that is so cool to see. And I, I have kind of a similar thing at my house too. Like I'll, I'll take the kids to daycare and you know, like my, my oldest is six now. And, uh, you know, like when she was just like starting to learn her first words and right before that and stuff, like, I'd, I'd go into the garage and then I'd point up at the deer mounts and I'd go, big buck, buck. And like, I think one of her very first words was buck. And the same thing with our youngest one too, Ava. And like, we, we went to Shields and bought like little, you know, those little toy deer figurines and, you know, like right when they started, like their, their first toy is like a little buck. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's just, and it's so fun to like see it through their eyes too. You know, like, like I said, my, my oldest one is six now and like, I've been able to, you know, take her in the turkey blind and, and, you know, take her in the deer blind, like on a late season hunt with a heater, you bring your snacks in and then it's kind of like shorter hunts. So like their attention span is a little bit better for that. It's just, you know, like seeing a deer come out and, and watch their reactions to it. And just, you know, you kind of think about the first time that you were out there too, and just watching it through their eyes, in my opinion, one of the coolest things ever. 
oh, with, without a doubt. And uh, yesterday I had on my Instagram story too, there's some deer that came in the yard and Dawson was just lighting up saying buck, buck, buck. And <laughs> um, one, one of the coolest things too, I thought that we actually were able to capture is we put um, Dawson on the ground and, and he ran right up to the buck and he was just inspecting it, you know, touching the antlers, petting it. And he just, like he already had so much respect for that animal and he, in his eyes, he was just so fired up and he kept looking at us with just a big smile too. And I'm like, that's, that just, you know, made my whole, my whole day right there. It was just incredible to see how obsessed he already is and how much he appreciates these animals too. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. So Jordan, Greta, thank you so much for your time and, you know, being able to share this fantastic story. It's uh, you know, it's been great. And hopefully, you know, this inspires others to like, get their spouse outdoors, get their kids out there and, uh, yeah, just pass on that tradition. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. All right. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, best of luck, uh, with all your outdoor stuff in the future and raising those kids and, you know, hopefully next year we can talk about Hank Jr. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's hope so. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, it sounds like you got some kids you got to attend to. So thank you again. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thanks again, Mike. Appreciate it. You just heard our conversation with Jordan and Greta Gira on Hank the Tank. If you want to follow along with their adventures, go ahead and give them a follow on Instagram. We have links to their pages in the description of this podcast. And with that, We want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Shields Outdoors podcast. Stay tuned for future segments and visit our social media pages, Shields Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates.